Hey y'all, and welcome to this episode of Kayla's Coffee Moments, where we're having conversations like you would with your friends around a coffee table. We're chatting and listening and learning about topics that matter to us. So grab your coffee and come on in y'all. It's going to be good. Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Kayla's Coffee Moments. Um, And I have another friend slash guest in the podcast studio, Taylor. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Um, So Kelsey's going to be jealous because on the last episode, we had to sit on the floor of the podcast studio, but Taylor and I have spent the last five, 10 minutes playing with some microphones and things like that and trying to get the sound a little bit better than what it was last time. Um, I bought some new equipment, didn't do anything, bought some headphones. We looked real <laughs> official and it wasn't, uh, wasn't worth it. So, cause it didn't do anything. We are not that official yet. So, um, but for those of you who don't know, Taylor is my roommate and I asked her to be on the podcast because we have these kind of conversations all the time. In fact, last <laughs> night she and I were talking and she's like, this is going to go on our episode. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. So Taylor, for those of you who don't know you, would you like to give just a quick brief introduction of who you are? Sure. Um, well, I'm Kayla's roommate. <laughs> um, I am originally from Maryland, but um, I'm a transplant here to West Virginia. And <laughs> Um, I work at a hospital in a lab, and I know that sounds really weird, but um, it's a cool job. It's a super cool job. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to think. I'm a young life leader with Kayla and Kelsey and Toby, yep. and um, I have two dogs at home. They don't live here with Kayla and I, unfortunately, but they're still pretty stinking cute. And I love spending time with them. And yeah, that's about. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We'll get to uh, the fun questions at the end of the episode as well. So uh, questions. I think I just have one. So not to appear to like, <laughs> how many are there? <laughs> yeah. No, but um, so yeah, uh, a few days ago, I asked Taylor uh, if she wanted to be on the podcast. And again, like I said, I kind of compiled a list and I was like, is there anything like you see on there or whatever? And she was like, I was like, just think about it. You know, no pressure. Like I said, Taylor and I have these kind of conversations literally daily, as long as both of us aren't completely exhausted yeah. from our jobs. They're usually at like 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm sitting on our window uh, seat bench <laughs> yep. and Kayla's sitting in her room or vice versa. Yep. And we just sit there and talk until like our melatonin or whatever kicks in. <laughs> and then yep. we're like, yep. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm not making sense anymore. <laughs> but yeah, we have learned a lot in those moments and caught up a lot and um, had some real deep conversations then, and also some really lighthearted mm-hmm. things too. But so as we were talking, we, she, we were talking about just life and things we're learning. And she was like, I really think that's something we should talk about on the podcast. And that was basically like self-awareness, mm-hmm. self-discovery, um, taking inventory of your right. strengths and your weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. And what that is and what that looks like. Um, and the different ways really to go about it and the different tools you can use in order to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really interesting. And then actually this week, uh, I had a young life meeting and we talked about 
Enneagram things. And I'm Marco Polo with one of her friends down south. And she and I were talking about um, love languages and Enneagram and things like that and the way to be self-aware. And I was like, that's so funny. Like Taylor and I are going to talk about this. Yeah. So um, it's been, it's been really fun. And I think it's a conversation that needs to happen. So Taylor, for you, let's just start beginning. When do you feel like you really started to like take inventory or realize that was something that needed to happen in your life or you were aware like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Like I'm processing those kinds of things. Yeah, I think definitely it was in the midst of um, young life leading. Yeah, I think that um, with having three girl leaders in mm-hmm. a small area, it was kind of like, okay, so what are our niches? What are right. we good at so that we aren't like overcrowding each other or competing with each other right? or whatever it is and trying not to like, um, like Kelsey was talking about, you know, comparison last right. week and trying exactly. not to fall into that because, you know, we're made unique for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where um, you had talked about uh, Annie F. Downs' podcast, right. where she talks a lot about the Enneagram. And yeah. I think you probably got into the Enneagram a little bit quicker than I did. Yeah, probably just and, from her. Yeah, yeah, just from her. And um, and after learning about the Enneagram and doing some deep diving into that, yeah. um, just learning more about that. And then the other tools that I'm sure we'll talk right. about later. Yeah. And, I would say probably Enneagram is the most thing we talk about, but yeah. Um, yeah. I can remember having that conversation with you and you just being like, I'm just trying to figure out like where my niche is. And I'm like, I hadn't even thought of that. Like I just, I liked how you like formed that and like, where's your strength is different here and Kelsey's is different here and Toby's is different here. So as mm-hmm. a team, how do we come together? Um, and it's been really fun. It's been really interesting. And of course, we I think we've all grown um, and shifted and either became really strong in our strengths mm-hmm. or, you know, priorities that became a little bit different. And we've kind of seen how that's played out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we added a, a baby Zola to the group as yeah. well. So like yeah. that, that changes things. And um, we've seen kids graduate and new friend, high school friends come in and stuff like that. So that's always going to change you and I moved in together. Like mm-hmm. we had a whole new life change. You started your career. I changed my career. Like yeah. all these things. And I think those are going to affect. Like how much energy we can. Right. Put into these. Put into everything. Yeah. Into relationships and things like that. And so I think that's really interesting. Um, I would say for me, counseling has played a big role in that. And that's what I noticed when I started kind of learning about the Enneagram, um, 2018 was like a really hard transition year for me. And I started to see, but especially at Young Life, but around even my friends and family, I started to see I had this, um, I would call it unhealthy, but I didn't realize it was unhealthy then, just response. Like my gut reactions to things were not great. Mm -hmm. And um, it started showing up in relationships with you all. It started showing up in relationship with my family, in relationships with young life kids, definitely at my job. And so that was when, when I started realizing that there was this habit or this reaction I was having that I, one, didn't like, but two, knew I didn't like and still would do it. I was like, something's got to give, something's got to change. And so that's probably 
the first time I started to realize, like, I guess, self-reflect even mm-hmm. of like, this isn't what's supposed to be happening. And so, I mean, I kind of, I mean, I'm sure I've done like other self-reflecting things, you know, I mean, they had us do self-reflecting things in high school, you yeah. know, college ethics and things like that. Oh, yeah. But um, I think when I really started to make it my own and grab a hold of it, it's like something's got to change was probably then. And that's actually for me, what led me to counseling. Um, but there have been many other tools that have led us there. And so we are not experts on the Enneagram or personalities or even ourselves at this point. (laughs) Still a lot of work to be done. Still a lot of work. (laughs) So we're figuring it out, but we really enjoy talking about those things. Um, and so I kind of made a list of things and Taylor saw my list before and she's like, I'm not, I don't really know much about some of those. And I'm like, I don't either. I just wrote them down because they're options. Yeah. And I just wanted to make sure we kind of touched on them. And there's probably some on this list I didn't touch on, but things I have listed for self tools, again, these are tools for self-awareness or some people say self-discovery inventory. Taylor said, um, just kind of this idea of why you do what you do, um, maybe habits you have based on your personality, describing your personality, describing certain talents you have, things like that. So the list I had written down were the Enneagram, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Um, so that's the, the Enneagram. Strikes Finder. Um, there is for, like I said, Taylor, I said in my previous podcast, Kelsey and I, a lot of our, um, beliefs and things come from our, our love for Jesus and our belief in Jesus. And Taylor would also say that mm-hmm. same thing for herself. And so also within that, we sometimes use things called, um, spiritual gifts, which come from the Bible. There's a test that do that, um, uh, that will kind of show you those spiritual gifts there's also love languages. There's a book out called the five love languages. If you also a quiz, right? Yeah. I think there's that, a quiz online. online. Yeah. yeah. And you can take it as a, a single person in a relationship right. and like friendships or something like so, that. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's books dealing with those as well. Too, oh yeah. Like there's like sessions. tons of different books. Yeah. 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 So talking about the five love languages and then also uh, Myers-Briggs. Do you mm-hmm. know of any others? Those were the main ones that came up. Yeah. With. I think that that's. Those are the most common yeah. for sure that I've seen. So Yeah, for sure. Uh, we both agree. We don't really know much about Myers-Briggs. Sorry. No. Um, if you do know, we're very interested to hear. Yeah. About. I'm, I know I've taken it a couple times and I, I got real irritated because <laughs> my name, my, so, so I'm sure people know this, but my name is Taylor Swift, like the singer, which is hilarious but it just is a weird coincidence well I just happened to have the same Myers-Briggs type as the singer Taylor Swift and I was like nope nope and also like I think it was like Bill Clinton or something like that and I was like I feel like these cannot this cannot be right but like I'm sure that there are many things that the Myers-Briggs tests are useful for yeah and I did not know you had the same as like the singer Taylor Swift. I know isn't that wild and super weird. And then oh, I thought of a couple other ones. There's like um there's ones that give you like a color. They Ooh. give you a color and like Is that, that an animal one. 
yes, there is an animal one. My friend from work was just saying in her marriage counseling or her premarital counseling, she was saying that she's like, guess what um, my fiance tested as? And I was like, what? And she was like, a lion. And she's like, but guess what I tested as? And I was like, what? She's like, a golden retriever. (laughs) (laughs) What a combination. I know. And so I have no idea what test that was, but I would be interested. Yeah, please (laughs) know. Now I'm interested. I know, right? Um, We're not that um, professional or fancy. We're not going to be able to link these for you. Um, I would be more than happy to point you in the right direction if you have questions but yes. um we will definitely be finding our our color and our animal our animal animal vibe yeah we've like played that game together of like if i was an animal what would i be but I've, we've never taken a test for it yeah so no i don't know now i'm intrigued yes but yeah so i did not know that about your myers-briggs and the singer taylor swift and now for all of you who didn't know her name is Taylor Swift. Yes. Now you know. It's a we party. Don't make this up. <laughs> My little cousin just found out last weekend that her name, her last name was Swift. And she was like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, like, I've known you like yeah, most of your life. Most of your life, guys. Like, come <laughs> on. But that, it was really fun. So, um, yeah, we don't know much about Myers-Briggs, so we can't speak a lot to that. Um, as for like, the other strength finders is strength finder is very new to me, uh, but it was very interesting. Oh, yeah. I really liked it. Um, but again, it's this idea of inventory. They kind of come together. Yeah. And so um, I like how they, there's this overlap. And so I think, as we mentioned before, these are tools. These yes. are not categories. These are not boxes no. these are not end all be all like we said people can change and grow and become healthier and mentally and um and so us talking about this does not one make us experts and does not two mean you have to love these things or know these things or whatever um but we are going to talk about them a little bit one because that's what we like to do. Mm-hmm. We like to talk about these things. So, yeah. But before, go ahead. Oh, no. I just think also, like, and so it helps to find out more about yourself and that kind of thing. Um, but also, like, in finding out more about yourself, I think when you find out more about humanity and how different we all are and, like, yeah are able to develop compassion for other people because you have to realize that like not everybody, everybody's brains are the same. Like, right. like we're going to talk about the Enneagram. There's nine different types, but within that there's a ton of variations. Exactly. And, exactly. and also I think it gives you another perspective on um, how just infinite God is and right. how many different ways he's made us and how we change and we grow. Right. Exactly. And that's, we talked even a little bit last night about, um, not on this podcast, in our own little window seat conversations, mm-hmm. um, of like how some things were seen as black and white and some are as gray. And like the fact that um, we heard this, like, I heard this story on a podcast. I think I was a pastor talking and he said something along the lines of like, his son wanted to learn how to box and he wanted him to box. Sorry, I didn't finish that word very well. He wanted to learn how to box. And he wanted to have his dad sign him up down the street for like this boxing class. Mm -hmm. And his dad was like, well, I don't need to sign you up for that. Like, I know how to do that. 
And my son's like, what do you mean you know how to box? And he was talking about this idea of like, well, I haven't, you're only eight. Like I can't teach you how to box when you're three because you're not mature enough for that yet. And there's this idea of that when you're ready, um, things are, you, you learn lessons and things are taught to you and things are revealed to you. And I feel like that's kind of the same way mm-hmm. in this like self-discovery inventory kind of thing. For me, I see a lot of the world really focusing in on like self-love and self-discovery mm-hmm. and all these things. And again, for me, if I continuously look inside of myself for myself, I'm going to get lost in a really awful spiral and, um, yeah, just not a, not a healthy mindset because for me, who I am, why I was created, my purpose, my gifting, even my Enneagram number, all those things are for purpose. Mm -hmm. And so, but that's slowly revealed. Like I, what I knew three years ago is vastly different than what I know now. And probably in five years, there's going to be a whole nother layer or scope of who I am that's revealed to me. Shoot, probably in the next six months. Exactly. It's going to be different. Like (laughs) I would say um, probably in the last year, because we, fun fact, we didn't celebrate this and I'm kind of mad at us. Yeah. We did not celebrate our one year anniversary moving no, into this house. We didn't. We didn't because last as soon as we moved in this house, things hit the fan. We yeah. In February of 2020. February 2nd. 2nd. Taylor's dad had surgery. It was also on the sixth on the sixth, which is also Taylor's birthday and her mother's birthday. Yes. Um I started a new job. Yep. You started a job not shortly too long after. after that. Yeah. Yeah. And we all know what happened in the middle of March of 2020. And yeah. so, and then we renovated a house. We renovated <laughs> like everything except the podcast studio. Yep. Basically, <laughs> it all got renovated. <laughs> so, um, in the outside of the house. And so, all these things have happened. And we became roommates. We had never been roommates before. No. We had been friends. We had been co-leaders, but we hadn't been roommates. And so, we had conversations about learning things about each other. Oh, yeah. And, um, counseling and being in a pandemic together, mm-hmm. being a pandemic at all, and all these different things of self-discovery that, that were amplifying those pathways and things like that. And, but I think that's any year. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think any one of those things could have happened and there's going to be a growth that we would have needed to go through in order to be better. Yeah. So um, I think that's really important. And, and this idea of we can talk a lot about inventory and we can talk a lot about self-reflection. That's another word I mm-hmm. hear yeah, about reflection yeah. and that sort of thing. And I think those things are very important. But just so you all understand where Taylor and I are coming from is this idea of we can reflect and we can take inventory but there is a truth that is in our lives that even when things don't make sense or we're incredibly tired and can't talk anymore or when bad things happen or we see ourselves going back to old patterns that we don't like, um, there is a truth we come back to and thankfully can remind each other of. um, And that is our belief in Jesus and the fact that he loves us unconditionally and wants 
um, good and holy things for us. And even though there's self in front of a lot of these mm-hmm. words, that's where our root is. Our, yeah. our root is actually in his truth, not, not in our ourselves. truth. Right. Yeah. In our truth. Yeah. Which we're not even going to get. No. We're not going to start on the your truth, his truth, <laughs> no, my truth. Thing. No. That's, that's not it at that's... all. So. Okay, so I think probably going into a little bit about the Enneagram, just because we like it, again, we will say for like the thousandth time, Mm -hmm. this is a tool. You don't have to like it. Nope. Also, it's not creepy. Like, I think some people see the, like, what it, like the diagram of it and are like super turned off They think it's like satanic or (laughs) something. No, it's also not biblical. No. I think you can see, and we're going to talk about how we can see how it kind of overlaps with our spiritual gifts and things mm-hmm. like that. But it is not anywhere in the in the Bible. Um, it's also not just biblical. Like you can, you don't have to. No, there's plenty of tests that you can take exactly. and resources you can read that are not exactly. biblical. Exactly. So just both sides. It's like we said, just a tool. Don't have to use it. Don't have to like it. We just find it super interesting. Yeah. And it's fun to learn about. Learn about yourself. Learn about other people. Learn about how people view the world. Um, At least for us it is. Yeah. And appreciate the differences. Exactly. Exactly. So for a brief overview, Taylor, how many types are there in the Enneagram? There are nine. Nine. Because what is it? Greek? Any is nine for something. <laughs> I have not studied See, Greek. <laughs> we are not experts. So, yeah, for sure. So, there's nine types. Um, how, you want to go first? What's the what's type one? Type one is the moralist or also known as the perfectionist, but we like the or, word moralist. Yeah, I or think reformer. Better. Reformer. Yeah. Well. Yep. Um, they see things, what's their, we should have pulled up. Do you have like the, so Enneagram, we should have stated that Enneagram is not a personality test. It is based on your motivation of why you do what you do, which again, like I said, that's what led me to counseling. I was seeing those, unfortunately for me, I was seeing bad behaviors in myself, negative behaviors. Mm -hmm. And that's what pushed me into counseling. And so, but that's kind of what the Enneagram talks about. It's like your motivation of behind why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, where like it's your like, core longing yeah, or desire. What you want to hear, yeah. what you're hoping to get from people in the world, things like that. And um, each nine, each nine, each type, each of the nine types, that's the word I was trying to get to. Each of the nine types um, has something different. And so even though I've heard it explained like, even though a house may be falling down and all nine people run out of it, that their motivation behind why they why they're doing what they're doing is different. So <laughs> I feel like that's a terrible example. Um, I think we're all going to run out of falling down house for the same reason, which is to say a life. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I'll get what I mean. Um, so yeah, so the type one, the reformer, the moralist, some people have been called called it the perfectionist before, but we like moralist to reformer. Yeah. Um, and what is their 
their core motivation or their core longing? Um, isn't it to um, to be do the right thing? To be good. Yes. They want to know that they are good and that they have done the right thing. Um, so that is type one, Taylor. What, what is, is the, the type, type two? The type two or the best type is, <laughs> is, I will not disagree. Um, is the helper. Yes, the helper. And Taylor and I, if you don't know, are both twos. Yes, we are. Both of us <laughs> together under the same roof, which is also, I think, another reason why we really like talking about yes. this. And so that's because we are very different. Mm -hmm. And yet we're, and that's why we're saying this is a tool, mm -hmm. not an end all be all because it's not telling us who we are because we're very different people mm -hmm. and we have different talents and different gifts and how we see the world and things like that. But it just kind of helps us know a little more about ourselves. So mm -hmm. that's number two. Number three is the achiever. Mm -hmm. And so um, the achiever likes to, what is the type three? You may know this better because you know a few more threes than I do. What is their, their longing? longing? Yes. Um, to be seen as successful, I yeah. think. Yeah, and valuable. Yeah. They want to be known that they're worthwhile. I think I've heard before. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay, type four is the, um, I've heard it as the romantic, romantic or the individualist. Or the artist. Artist. These are usually very, very fancy. Fancy, <laughs> creative. Yeah. They see things. A lot of the fours I know are like musicians. Mm -hmm. um, they're writers. Into, writers into photography. Yeah. Um, they, they just have that really yeah. creative, artistic eye. And, and they can see really deeply into things in a right. way that other people can't. They right. can see the beauty. And so their desire, their core longing, whatever, is to find themselves or like, their significance. And I've heard it a lot of times for is like, feel like they're the only ones the way they are, but, and that is sad to them, but also yeah. they really like to be individual. The yeah. They embrace that. They also embrace yeah. it. Yeah. So a lot of feelings there, um, which is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Type five, Taylor is the, the researcher, the researcher or investigator. Yes. Observer. Observer. Yes. yes. So usually type fives are generally um, in, what's the word? Introverts. Uh, introvert. I was going to say introspective and I was like, oh, yeah. The, but also, but yeah, they are. Yeah. Yes, but also introverts. Um, they want to be known to be what? Capable. Yeah. And knowledgeable. Knowledgeable. About, about different they things. Yeah. They're great researchers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Things. Yes. On great things. So they're very knowledgeable and they, they, but they want to be seen as to be able to do that. So mm -hmm. type six is the loyalist. The loyalist. We, we know quite a few sixes. We love them. Yes. We love all the types, but we do. We, we have quite a few friends that are sixes yeah. um, and they long to have stability, stability, security, support, Loyalty. whatever that looks like that. Yeah. Um, and so they, they look for that in life. Seven, type seven. Another favorite. Another fave. <laughs> Every type is our favorite type. Yeah, but we do. We do have a lot of yes. fun with everybody. Exactly. Seven is the enthusiast. Enthusiast. Yeah. So sevens, type sevens, people who identify as seven um, long to be what? 
to experience experience things to they, they want to be have fun not miss out and just everything um and they feel they have this need to have their needs fulfilled and they do that through experiences and things like that so uh type eight it's a challenger. challenger yeah i love that some <laughs> of these have two yes yeah. and some of them don't like i've only heard eight as the challenger yeah um seven as the enthusiast so that's interesting to me but anyway the type eight is the challenger mm -hmm. and they i've heard it said they don't need to be in control but they, they don't, don't want, want to, to be, be controlled. controlled yeah yeah and so they they have a, a need to kind of protect themselves and if that means they're in control by a lot of different mm -hmm. ways some that some express that in different ways but there's this idea of like they just don't want to be controlled they want to have kind of a a freedom in their own life kind yeah of thing. So, yeah they're very outspoken but like yeah. they're super fun people too yeah it's usually very knowledgeable yeah they eights and fives that i know are generally more of the ones who um do their research oh yeah like and can, ones <laughs> oh yes and ones yes they're all gonna have their research and again for very different reasons oh, yeah. but they're they're generally gonna be and that doesn't mean if you're i mean as a two i research a lot of things it takes yeah. me a long time we to, have to look at lots of amazon reviews exactly <laughs> exactly exactly so but you know again this is a tool not a box so mm -hmm. and the last type the nines. the nines. I don't know. The nines might the be the crown my of the Enneagram. They're at the very top, which, yeah, it doesn't. I have to still have to look at the diagram because I don't have it memorized, but because it doesn't also make like logical sense to me. But, <laughs> um, nines are the peacemaker. And again, that's the only statement I know them by is the peacemaker. Um, but they are, they like to have like, stability or an inner peace like they want things they're the peacemaker and they want peace yes that makes sense yeah but they're um they don't want to they don't like separation don't really like conflict um they want things to be stable so yes we know so many nines yeah <laughs> i just I think it's really strange how unproportionate yes. the amount of nines and twos in our lives. Yeah. There are significantly high. like, I mean, it's definitely nines by far, but yeah. like we both have a parent that's a nine. Yep. You're all, you're um, my, everybody. The core of my family <laughs> is a lot of yeah. I mean, the people I am the closest to are generally nines. Yeah. Which is really, and again, I'm close to some other people that aren't, but like a list of my closest people, my core people, and they're the vast majority of them are nines. Yes. So I think that's really interesting. Um, so maybe that's why I love nines so much because I just know so many of them and they're wonderful people. But mm -hmm. yeah, so that's just a quick overview that by, like I said, by no means, it's not a category. It is definitely not. That is like the, as brief as we could be. Oh about. yeah. But sure. um. There's a lot of different people. Your Enneagram coach mm -hmm. is someone we go to a lot. She's the best. She is great. Beth is yeah. fantastic. Um, I, like I said, we got into it because of the Annie F. Downs podcast. Yeah. That sounds fun. She does like an NES summer. Um, For the past yeah, two series, years. Two years. Yeah, yeah. She has a series of them where she talks about the different types. Talks to people who identify as the different yeah. types. and kind of. If you ever want to feel way. known, 
find out your number and listen yeah. to those podcasts. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's really fun. And I think that's <laughs> I can remember listening <laughs> with Toby. We were coming, I think, home from the beach last summer or the summer before. Mm-hmm. And we no, either yeah. 2020 is a whole blur. It was 2019 <laughs> or 2018. I think it was 2019. And um he was listening to the podcast that described he felt described him the most. Mm-hmm. And he was just floored. He was like, Yes, yes, that's what I do. Yes, that's how I feel. That's why I do that. And I'm like, Yeah. And it's just so interesting. Yeah, like Taylor said, like, you're gonna feel really numb. Some people don't like that feeling. No. And that's, that's why okay. there's certain numbers that really hate the Enneagram, yep. like, and... They don't want to know anything about it. Nope. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it is fine. Yeah. It is fine. But, um, so we can get really deep into wings and health and unhealth. And subtypes. And subtypes. And, again, it, that's a lot. It's mm-hmm. overwhelming. We are not experts. I still don't really understand subtypes a whole lot. No, how me it's neither. All connected. Um, but... It is just really interesting. I just wanted to touch briefly on the facts. Like we said, you're a two. Mm-hmm. I identify as well, You identify as a two. <laughs> I identify as a two. We're trying to use the correct language right yeah. here. But, and how, just as brief as you want to be, as deep as you want to go, like, do you remember learning about identifying as an Enneagram two? And what made you, like, connect to that? Hmm. I think, um, I'm trying to think, I, I really resisted testing as an Enneagram too, like hardcore. Like I thought, like I scored high in, um, I think in, uh, as a three, I scored high as a seven. Yeah. Um, and a two, I think those are my three top ones okay. that I, that I, um, tested as. And, um, and as I was reading, like, the seven, I was like, yeah, I do like, you know, have a tough time saying no. And like, um, and I am involved in a lot of things. I don't like missing out, but I realized it wasn't, um, I realized that the motivation behind it was different. And so the motivation wasn't because like, I was afraid that I was going to not experience the thing it was because I didn't want to be left out of the thing that I desired those personal connections with the people right. in that thing. And then um, desiring uh, to serve people. Like I right. didn't realize how deep that desire went and how much I cared about that until I read that. And I was like, yeah, that's the reason why I do that. I do those things <laughs> because I like what comes after that. I like the feeling of, love and acceptance right. and did we say that about the two their core longing i don't know oh, if we said that we may maybe have not skipped over yeah that because we're both twos and yeah no so the core longing of the two is to be loved for who they mm-hmm. are um and to be seen and appreciated um for who they worthy of who they are so I don't, I really don't think we mentioned that. So sorry. We we were joking about both being twos and we just yeah. skipped over that part. So I'm sorry if we skipped any other numbers too. Please. I don't think we did. I think yeah, because yeah, I remember because I don't know because it's hard for me to remember those. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I had to think through them. But I think we if we didn't, now you heard it twice. Mm-hmm. Now you really know we love to be loved. Yeah. So, but yeah, and that's that's the thing, and that's why the Enneagram kind of shows us that difference is because it told us. 
you're going to identify with a lot of things. There are mm-hmm. things that, again, we're all unique and we're all different and we all get these different things and have different parts of our personality. But this just kind of tells us why the motivation behind why you're doing what you're doing, the motivation why um, you react the way you react mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that. So, yeah, I think that's really interesting. Um, I don't, I, I don't remember what, it, I think you're right. I think it was Annie F. Downs that introduced me to the Enneagram and I was like, I'd like to know more about this. Yeah. But I can't really, and that makes sense because I think I started listening to her podcast in late 2017, but I don't like remember what it was. I remember taking a test, which also I'll talk about tests here in just a minute, but Mm -hmm. I remember taking a test and then like reading. And I remember it saying something like, if you're a Christian female who tested as a two, you should probably retest again and reread this and read all these different things. And so I was like, okay, like I wanted to know about all the types. Like Mm -hmm. this was very interesting to me. And so I'm reading and I remember reading the two and just being like, yeah, there's, there's no way. Like that's, I hated the fact that I was a two because of the negative parts of it and the, the unhealthy parts of me I saw and my motivations and, how I would react um, in quote unhealth is what they mm-hmm. call it. You can be in health or unhealth or stress um, or growth. Those are also different terms, but I did the negative parts. I absolutely hated. Yeah. Probably because I identified with most. Yeah. And I hated that. And so there was no question for me that that motivation was definitely there as soon as I read it. And so I will also um, confession when people are like, oh, yeah, because you're a Christian female and you tested as a two, I get a little defensive. Yeah. I don't know if you do, too. Because I'm like, I feel like this is the way I was created. Like, mm-hmm. there people just put words on it. Like, yeah. Just because there's words about Enneagram and types and that sort of thing, it just gave me a vocabulary around who I am. It didn't tell me mm-hmm. who I was. Do you, you yeah. agree with that? Yeah. Like it just kind of gave me a picture of like, oh, this is behind that. That's interesting. Not like, oh, you're right. I should do the X, Y, and Z. So because blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I think as Christians too, like, I think that, I mean, God calls us to serve. And so like that, um, that is something like most Christians Right. But like when we look at the Enneagram and you say twos are the helpers and they serve a lot, like it's like, no, that's like part of our personality. That's not just like, you know, something that we're following in the Bible that like we feel called to like, it's like, it's like, yeah, (laughs) like the the amount of times just the, how do you want, how can I help you with that? Yeah. Is, or feeling the need me, to fix. Yeah, yeah, fix. yeah. That was the other thing. It was like, I don't know that I can fix this. Tell me, is there a way you see this? And like, Taylor and I have that conversation all the time because there are absolutely, we are now again learning and reflecting that sometimes people just want to vent or mm-hmm. people just want to tell things because Taylor and I, heard. yep, they just want to be heard. Taylor and I are both verbal processors. Oh, and yeah. so we'll come and talk things out with each other. And it's not so much that I need her to fix it. And it's not so much that she needs me to help with anything except to be that listening ear. Mm-hmm. And so, again, we have gotten a little bit better about, okay, 
do, do you need me to help with that? And she's like, you know, I don't know that that can be fixed right now. And like, it's like, okay. And like, we move on. But where I think for me, we're kind of seeing that it's still, it's still a sentence that comes out. Like it's still, um, that in, yeah, that instinct. It's not, yes, it's encouraged in our faith. And we see, um, that in Jesus, but it, it is at the, it is who we are. Like, yeah, it's not going nowhere. Nope. It's like, I can't, even if I can't pluck it out. Yeah. <laughs> even if like, I would be like, I mean, I don't foresee this ever happening, but like, even if I was like, yeah, I don't, you know, have a faith anymore. Right. I would still feel the longing to serve people exactly. or to help people or whatever the word is like, right. Exactly. You know, because to look for that. That's who you are. Yeah. Enneagram just gave you a good vocabulary. Exactly. It. Yep. Again. So in that, um, briefly, we said test a few times. Mm -hmm. We talked about your Enneagram coach. We talked about NEF downs. There are books. Um, lots the and road lots and lots back to you. Yeah. The road back to you is our favorite. Um, Suzanne Stabile is fantastic. She knows a lot. She's also a two. So we really love yes, her. Yes, exactly. She's, they call her like the, the grandmother um, or the godmother. Something the godmother, like that. Something yeah. like that. She's been doing this for a long time. She has a podcast. Anything. Yep. She also well. has her own podcast. She, she guests, uh, she's a guest host on a lot of any group podcasts. So there's lots of resources out there. Again, we'd love to continue that conversation with you, obviously, because we really enjoy it. But um, tests sometimes are not great. We, mm. I will encourage you because there's a if you don't know anything about the Enneagram to sit down with a book about it, it's going to mm -hmm. be maybe a little intimidating. And so Taylor and I both took multiple tests and read multiple things and learned things about the Enneagram yeah. before we read the book. So it's out there, but again, just, um, and if you don't feel like buying a book, there are so many resources online. like online and like Instagram. That's where I follow a lot right. of things and learn a lot of things like yeah, about exactly. The Enneagram. And I, I would probably not recommend like finding an Enneagram Instagram and being like, okay, types one through nine. Uh, what quote off of the office? Oh, yeah. Them. Because no. that's not going to tell you anything. Like coffee shop aesthetics. Like don't look at that and be like, this is my favorite one. That must be what type yeah. I am. Those <laughs> no. are just fun things. After the fact. After you kind of know and can identify with one. They're great. But it's she's talking more of like your Enneagram coach or yeah. um, what is it? Sarah Jane. She's like, oh, yeah. Coffee in the Enneagram. Enneagram yeah. Coffee. Oh, we're not even um, good at this. We didn't do our research. No. Um, um, Enneagram yeah. Ashton. Yeah. She's Things like good. that. She does uh, the black Enneagram. Um, She's good. Yeah. Christina Wilcox. Yeah. So, like as we said, we're not professional enough to um, tag all of these people. No. But if you want to write them down or creep you know, on our social media, yep, see who we're following. Them. Just put in Enneagram. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll find a lot. So, like I said, just a fun tool interesting um a great way to start oh yeah reflection fantastic so then we're going to kind of so slide into um spiritual gifts just because we want to show you even though this idea of like kind of finding out who we are no matter what 
quote unquote test we take, mm-hmm. it still points us back to the same thing. And mm-hmm. that's why we're telling you, like, it's just kind of who we are and what we're into. Uh, I mean, what we, how we respond to things and react to things and stuff like that. So, um, do you want to talk about your spiritual gifts? Um, sure. Just, just like the top, we're not going to go deep into this again. This is found in the Bible. This is biblical. We both took a test, but I just wanted to kind of them to kind of see, we're talking about being helpers and serving and things like that. Mm -hmm. So what are your top three and how we see them related to what the, the wording that the Enneagram had given us? So my top three, um, I bet you guys can't guess what my first um, top <laughs> spiritual gift is, as well as Kayla's, yep. I'm pretty sure. Yep. It's serving. Service. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. serving. That was one of my top ones. I tied. My top two was service and then encouragement or exhortation mm-hmm. is the word in the Bible, but encouragement is basically that. Yeah. Um, and then what was your second one? Um, my second and third ones are tied. Okay. So um, that's mercy. Okay. showing or mercy giving right and Which is um, like compassion yeah Being compassionate to others basically yep and um and shepherding which i feel uh, like encompasses like a lot of things as far yeah. as like nurturing yeah. and Guidance. looking after yeah looking after yeah. the well-being like that kind right. of thing yeah and my like i said mine was service encouragement were tied at the top and then my third one was actually um my third and fourth one were tied were faith and discernment and then actually my fifth, because you mentioned it, was mercy. So I think that's really yeah. interesting. But yeah. And so just like we said, like all of those, if you put all of those together, we're talking about encouraging and serving and nurturing and all that kind of stuff. And then you hear that we're considered through the Enneagram, the helper and that person who likes things to be fixed and to, to serve others and to love others. It, two different tests, mm-hmm. two different topics, two different things behind them. Um, two different backgrounds, really. Like we said, Enneagram has nothing to do with the Bible mm-hmm. and spiritual gifts also obviously come from the Bible and they're both telling us the same thing. Um, the last one I kind of want to bring up that we're both familiar with is love languages. There's five love languages. What are they? Quality time, yep. words of affirmation, yep. gift giving, yep. service, and... Physical touch. Physical touch. Yep. I always forget physical touch. I always forget one of them. I even forget <laughs> answer service. Um, but yeah, so again, there's a quiz online. There mm-hmm. is a book. There are Enneagram handles you can follow. Oh my gosh, like, yeah. All the things you can look online. But um, this one I was found a little bit interesting because my love language that I tested as mm-hmm. um, was words of affirmation. And that is, I believe that 100%. I didn't really even need a test to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I firmly believe that. And that just means I feel very loved by notes and text messages encouragement. and phone calls, encouragement of any kind of sort. Yeah. Um, Taylor, what is your top? Mine is quality time. Quality time. I so, do find that interesting yeah. if we're talking about in relation to the other things. So explain that why you think or why that works for you. Uh, I think it just works like... I think I'm very into like the core need of like the Enneagram two of being loved or accepted. And I feel like in just being with people like in physically, like being around them and having good conversation and 
feeling heard and hearing other people like that exchange I feel like makes me feel very loved I like that that makes a lot of sense to me and I think again we'll come back to the other thing of the fact of like words of affirmation for me may not be worth the same thing if somebody else says oh yeah words of affirmation that's like my, my second highest right one yeah or something well, and like your quality time is not necessarily the same idea as somebody else's quality time yeah there are some people who are like yeah my quality time means like literally we don't even have to talk We're oh just yeah in the same space that is feeling loved and you're saying well yeah that helps but like i also want to have a real conversation yeah because like so also like quality time can also mean a phone call to me or right. a facetime call like something that like even or even like five minutes of just uninterrupted time yeah like during a break at work or something like that means a lot to me right just exactly yeah it's it's again there are different caveats and ideas. This doesn't yes. put boxes around people. Mm-hmm. This just gives us a little bit more vocabulary to understand our reactions and our motives and, and who we are and how we relate to others. And we've talked about what it means for us, but for me, being able to explain that to other mm-hmm. people and they can see how I see the world a little bit differently or understanding, like I said, we know Kelsey and Toby both identify as Enneagram 9s. Mm-hmm. And so being able to see that um, and how they see the world differently and organize things. And I don't even remember what their love languages are. I think Kelsey's is also words of affirmation. I'm not sure. I have no, I can't remember. Anyway, we're not, because we're not going to go there because we don't know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> how they, how they see the world and things like that, it's helpful to know those things about them so we understand each other and can communicate yeah. a little more clearly and, and can love better. better right exactly you know, have more compassion that's the great thing about love languages is i can give taylor all the words of affirmation in the world but if it comes down to it loving her the way she feels love is a little bit better not that she disses my Oh, no. I welcome it 100%. Right. But that's just <laughs> yeah. kind of, and that's how we do things a little bit differently. So those are just some fun tools that we have and how they resonate with us and the way um, we see the world and mm-hmm. can reflect for ourselves and love a little bit better, love ourselves and others. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so with that, do you feel like you have, do you have any closing thoughts or tips or important things you want to say before we head out? Hmm. Well, I think that uh, I just want to leave with, I know that uh, self-love, self-inventory, uh, exploration, learning is so important, but like not just for yourself, but for understanding other people around you and having compassion. Because I think if I hadn't had done, had, I don't know how to say it. If I haven't, hadn't have done the work to get where I am now, I don't think that I could be um, in the relationships I'm in or in, you know, whether it's work, friends, whatever it is, 
um, yeah, young life kids, whatever it is, I don't think I could do that without appreciating other people's differences and realizing and having compassion for the way that like we are all like made differently and that that's what makes us humanity and that's what makes us so interesting and not to, um, not to count people out for their different opinions, but to appreciate them and see where they're coming from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I don't, I don't think I can add anything to that. I think that's a great way just to encourage people. Like, again, that's what the whole point of this isn't so much me, 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 but the mm-hmm. idea is if, if you can understand, cause again, I didn't, I wasn't able to put, a vocabulary or an idea around. I just knew what I did, but mm-hmm. I didn't know why and I didn't understand. So being able to have those words to explain things a little bit better and then therefore understand others a little bit better mm-hmm. has just been so eye-opening to me. And again, we will both say we're still learning. We're still exactly. growing just as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, we're never going to reach this like, yeah, we figured it all out. Yeah, no. um, Thank goodness. I would not want to be that person. So no. Yeah, that's great. So final question, just one, not multiple. I've made it sound like multiple (laughs) and your eyes got kind of big. But my final question is, Taylor, what is your coffee shop beverage choice? So I have two. Okay. Neither of which are coffee. Uh, Yeah, I was wondering (laughs) if you were going to let people know. I'm like, I had the first two people on as guests and neither one of them really like coffee. Already. I know. I, I think just it's just, into it, I but. think it's wild that like you love coffee so much, so much and like know so many things about it. Yeah. And Kelsey and I are probably two of the closest yep. people to you. And like, we don't yep. share that. Again, we, <laughs> you know? we should make our own test category of what coffee beverage, coffee shop beverage you are. Yes, that would and be then fun. We can take that part of it. Oh man, okay. that would be wow. super Light fun. Bulb. Yes. Woo-hoo. Okay. Okay. Your top two so choices. I have a hot one, which is a chai latte. Ooh. I do love chai lattes. Regular chai or like vanilla or. Um, you know, I haven't been that adventurous, but I'm sure I would love you vanilla chai lattes. Vanilla. Um, no, I've okay. just recently gotten into them. Yes. And then um, for my cold beverage of choice is the Starbucks Dragon Drink. She oh my goodness. And it's beautiful. Like, look it up. It is like hot pink. It is bursting with mango and dragon fruit and raspberry and all the things. It's and, and we've tried to make it here. Yes. They do make similar juice. And it's right. basically just like mango dragon fruit juice yeah. Yeah. with like coconut milk in it. During the <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, I drank like three of them a day (laughs) because we couldn't go to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. So I I love that you had a hot and cold. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Okay, well, Taylor, thanks for talking with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is really fun. Um, I'm glad we got to talk about this. This makes the most sense. I'm so glad when you suggested it. I'm like, that is Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel like so. it's a good follow-up to yours and Kelsey's conversation. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you haven't listened to that, um, go ahead and you can go back to episode three and listen to um, me talk with my sister Kelsey about um, comparison and self-love. Uh, again, there's a reason um, these conversations are really important. Um, and it's because we're, we're having them. We don't mm-hmm. have it all figured out. 
we're still having them with each other um, daily and learning and growing. Um, but that's that's how we do things here. And so we're just inviting you into that. Again, we encourage you to find us. Taylor, are you on socials? Kelsey has been off social media since well, the beginning of the year. So do you want to, <laughs> to do you want people to encourage people to find you? We'll tag you. Sure. But if you're not you need to let the people know if you're going to respond to their questions. Oh, well, I will for sure. I am going to try to decrease my scrolling time, but, um, but definitely if you want to follow me, um, I don't post a lot, but I like to do stories. They're fun. They are fun. But yeah, any kind of questions, we'd love to continue the conversation. I love hearing your all's responses to what we're talking about. Um, There's been so much encouragement and so many different insights of like, yeah, I see this, but also here's how I'm, how I'm dealing with it. So mm-hmm. we welcome it. Oh, Again, yeah. we would love to talk about all the different things. If there's um, personality tools we miss out there, if there is a coffee shop beverage personality test out there, please, please let us know. You have to let us know. <laughs> we almost said the exact same thing in the exact same way. And I thought that would freak you all out. So I yeah. asked. I <laughs> feel know, like we, we do, do that a lot. We yeah. do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey also sometimes yes chime in on that and yep so <laughs> all right well thank you Taylor I love yeah, you Thanks love for you girl on. all right bye all right, y'all bye Well, friends, I hope you are feeling encouraged and inspired today as we are finding how to navigate through life in the here and now. I would love to hear from you and to keep this conversation going. You can find me on Instagram at underscore K-L-A-B and also on Facebook if you'd like to find me there. I would love to just hear your thoughts on this conversation that I had with Taylor today. I would love to hear what you think about self-reflection and inventory. Is that something that you practice regularly? Maybe you journal or if you've used any of these tools that we mentioned today, um, or maybe there are tools out there that we didn't mention and you were screaming at us through your phone um, saying, you forgot this one. I would love to hear any of those thoughts. Um, Just send them my way. I will also tag Taylor on social media today so you can find her on her social medias if you'd like to send her an encouraging note. Thank you, Taylor, so much for joining me today. Um, But I just hope that you would take this conversation that Taylor and I had and it would encourage you to go and love yourself well and that you would enjoy the day and continue to be kind. Bye, friends.